0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is a thunder and lightning extra. We are here with Mississippi State Athletic Director Zach Selman on a Friday morning. And Zach, uh, you know, I tried to get this interview with you back in in October. Uh, What have you been doing, man? Like, are you been busy or something? This is what's the what's the deal?
1: Brian, our uh, communications must have got lost in translation. Yeah, we've got a, got a couple of things going on. It
0: seems like October was yesterday, uh, but all is well. So I feel like I jinxed you. Uh, in the first interview I ever did with you, I talked about hiring, and I said, you know, you're in a position where you shouldn't have to do that for quite a while. With yet We have so many coaches in their first year, and instead you don't make it through the first year before you have to make a, a decision there. As much as you can, just talk us through the timeline of the decision to, to move on from Coach Zach Arnett and bring in a new head football coach. Yeah,
1: you know, I think first and foremost, I always want to thank Coach Arnett. Uh, I think he did a fantastic job considering all the circumstances around our program and um, everything that he did to stabilize the ship in a very uncertain time period, um, a challenging and uh, uh, just a traumatic time frame. So I think Coach Arnett, again, did a great job. As far as the timeline, uh, talked a little bit about it in our press conference. Just, you know, in, in these roles, you're always evaluating where you're at as a program and um, trying to forecast uh, where the future might lead the program to. So throughout the season, just continue to uh, watch how our guys played, improved, uh, uh, what some of the positive things that were going on, but also be look ourselves in the mirror and see what some of the negative things that were going on, or things that we had to improve on, and just decided to, after talking with a handful of our, of our, you know, clearly my my boss, Dr. Keenum, that it was the right time to make a move there, um, right after the uh, Texas A&M game.
0: When we had that press conference, you said that you were going to use a search firm as part of this 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 process. Well, tell us, talk. Because a lot of people don't know, like, what does a search firm do for an athletic director in a coaching search?
1: Yeah, I mean, things move so fast. Uh, there's people that, you know, raise their hand that are interested in the job. They're, they're doing due diligence on backgrounds. Um, you know, clearly you, you dig pretty deep, but they're helping you dig a, a wider hole around the seat to make sure you look at all the roots of the tree, if you will. Um so I think that's the if that's the easiest way to look at having a search firm help you, but uh if they're handling different logistics for me, you know my familiarity with familiarity with the game of football uh our search was was very helpful and and getting some of the backgrounding um kind of some of the color on on some of the people uh but also just as we started you know putting together our list of candidates um and also working with there's a variety of stakeholders you work through on these deals their coaches representation there's a lot of different economic factors that go into all the decisions uh so they're really helpful on on some of the background work
0: when you think about mississippi state football these past few years you know offense has become such a big thing in college football it feels like games now more than ever you know 45 35 final scores you don't see a lot of games like mississippi state play with arkansas this year seven to three you obviously want to land on the best coach you possibly can, but was the idea of finding a guy whose offense would be explosive, who would bring an entertaining product to the uh, to the, the to Starkville, was that a consideration for you?
1: No, that wasn't. I mean, uh, probably a primary consideration by any means. Uh, you know, I. Anytime you go into a search, you start with a, a open mind. Uh, I think you want to be bold and clear eyed of where you're at as a program and what you see are the steps to to get you being successful and then from a backwards look you look at you know at what time period in your history were you really successful and so i think those are all considerations you make uh but then again as you're forward looking you're still going in an open-minded okay where what are the variables that we know exist we know nil exists we know the transfer portal exists we know uh, teams that uh, are successful right now the most successful teams are teams that have elite quarterback play that m- most of the time are able to, to hurt you and stretch the field with both their arm and their legs so you look at all those things that's just the trends in, in college football uh, and then as you go forward in the search who who can help you uh, who can be the best candidate to help you? Fit as many of those things as possible. I think every position is different as far as the seat that you're sitting in um, as a program. And we did, you know, our due diligence. And I know whether uh, household names in college football talked to a lot of people that showed the interest in our program, uh, but knew without a doubt as we as we worked our way through the search that Jeff Levy was our right guy for us and um, somebody that's going to come in and do a great job.
0: When you when you first got into the process of the, of the search, were you pleased with the interest you were getting from other coaches? Did did it, did it reaffirm that hey, this is a program that can find a big time coach and can be a big time winner in college football?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely did uh, the again the the quality of people, but never been big on just you know the the quality of name. It, it goes back to a fit like. We've got a lot of uh, strengths at Mississippi State. Uh, we're also unique in ways. So, what who can come in and help us really uh, find solutions um, and really be able to come in and help us? So, I think, yeah, was, I knew we had a lot of depth of people of, of interest in our search and uh, people that we talked to. Um, plenty of uh, power five sitting head coaches, uh, you know, really, we only talked to a couple coordinators. So, it was. We had a great depth of search.
0: You ever been on anybody's shoulders before? Uh, no.
1: I mean, I thought during the catfish tour that might be <laughs> a first, but you guys let me down. I, I, I did learn this, Brian. Uh, I wanted to get down faster than I went when I went up.
0: <laughs> well, tell us about the feeling of that and, and the reaction of the players when, when they found out Coach Jeff Lebby was going to be their guy.
1: Yeah, it was, you know, you know the physical feeling wasn't great. You know, I, I got two fears in, in life, one is snakes and one's heights. Uh, oh, man, we got a lot in common. Yeah, so I, I didn't like being up in the air. But, you know, you, you're in this business because of the student athletes and you're in it because, you know, the impact that uh, sport can have and you want them to, to have uh, joy and you want them to have peace, um, especially – it's highlighted when you know the, the challenges and transitions that have our football team specifically has had to go through over the last couple of years. Uh, so I was really pleased just for them to have some comfort and joy knowing like this is going to be a path for us moving forward. Uh, that's probably what was most I think uh, that I was most pleased to see that they were they were excited, uh, they knew they were going to get to work, and, and I know, uh, from talking to, to most of them. Since Coach Levy arrived, they're all um, really responding well to him and excited about the future.
0: So now it, it becomes on Coach Levy to to fill out his staff. Today, Mississippi State makes official the hiring of Coleman Hutzler as the, the defensive coordinator. Last week we saw all the offensive staff uh, become official. What role do you play in that? Is that where Coach Levy just comes to you and says, this is my guy and, and you're just sort of the money guy in this? Or do you have input into what you want to see in this staff?
1: Uh, you know, Clearly, the head coach runs their program. For a coordinator position, I've been in communication with Coach Levy um, and really all of the assistants I've talked to him about. Um, Again, I think that's just uh, a trust level that that Jeff and I have together. Uh, Could be from just our past working history, but just have a very open line of communication. So I've, I've been, you know, clearly I'm not the one that's going out and saying, hey, you should do this, you should do that. But just a sounding board. I think that's my job is to continue to be a sounding board and then uh, clearly it's on us and and our team to make sure that we get uh, all the contractual elements done. but that's a it's a collaborative effort for sure.
0: So as I mentioned, you know we talked about doing this interview back in October and, and you know all this goes on beyond that. but When I wanted to talk to you back then, and you knew this, I wanted to talk to you about game day experience. That was something that my Twitter mentions were full of. I have to assume that yours were the same. I got the impression that you wanted to watch this season. You wanted to take some road trips with the team to the other SEC stops that we were going to have to go to. And from there, you were going to make a plan out, a decision out of how you wanted to attack this this issue. I guess my first question is, did you hear about it as much as I think you did? And then two, am, am I right in that you wanted to see it work at Mississippi State for a year before you made any big changes? Yeah, I think
1: it'd be naive of any leader to come in and, and try to start making changes or have answers when they haven't even seen – it'd be like, hey, I want to I you know, put a new engine in my car, and I've never looked under the hood or I've never started the engine, so I'd have no clue what it actually looks like. And, you know, as I've said before – I had never stepped foot in Starkville, Mississippi before, you know, the night before our press conference here in January. So I wanted to see, and and, then it's not like we're talking about, you know, small dollars it's, you know, to make investments, to enhance the game day experience. A lot of times there's some things that we can do, which you've seen throughout this season, whether it's, it was different things with, with pyro, with intro, with, uh, uh, pair jumpers, whatever that might be, that's, one thing that when you get into probably the, the you know, thing you hear about a lot is, you know, the sights and the, and the lights, that kind of thing. It just it's a substantial investment. And we've got a handful of things that we've got to do to make up for some lost time at Davis Wade. Uh, so we make sure that we were as intentional um, and long term thinking as possible. So we're not back here in a year or two saying like, well, we got to play catch up again.
0: The two biggest complaints that I saw in, on, on social media, on message boards, and in talking to Mississippi State fans around the state were the audio system at Davis Wade Stadium and the lack of LED lights at Davis Wade Stadium. Would you expect those two things to be upgraded in the near future?
1: Absolutely. Um, still don't know a timeline on it, um, but I think that's clearly a two areas that uh, you know you immediately see, um, and not just those two areas, but those are two big areas, you know, I think you go and play a night game in Columbia, South Carolina, uh, and they had just came off, but and they had, that had been years in the planning. It wasn't like, you know, sometimes I think the public perception is oh, you can just go to Ace Hardware and buy some steel, erect it, and then uh, turn on the lights, and then you got a light show. Or go to uh, Best Buy and get a, you know, a Bluetooth surround sound system, and it works. So we're dealing with a really old stadium that has a handful of, of, you know, ongoing maintenance items we've got to go through, and then you're trying to modernize it with some of the newer elements. So it takes time. And I feel like we're progressing at a rapid pace. Don't exactly know, you know, when we can uh, safely and effectively get things installed or, or, or set, but that's something we're exploring to be as aggressive um, as we can be with it.
0: Another area where you've been very aggressive is the push into the Bulldog initiative and into NIL and the collective. And now you, know, you see this, the winning drive campaign just coming to an end. It looks like they raised well in excess over uh, of three and a half, maybe close to $4 million just from this one campaign. Is that something that you've been very pleased with, with the the response from Mississippi State fans now that you've been pushing uh, the Bulldog initiative?
1: Yeah, our, our people have been fantastic in responding and we will continue to to push uh, the initiative, continue to uh, work with Charlie Winfield and his team and, and ask people to continue to uh, partner with our student-athletes. You know, it, it's something that until the economic model of our business changes, it, it's going to be what it is, and it's one of those deals that it's a rule to the game right now, and then we got to be successful to be uh, an elite athletics department I think that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to have an elite experience. Everybody wants to, uh, you know, have winning football teams and winning teams on the field. Well, this is part of it. And I think for us, it's if we can get everybody to look forward and be solution-oriented and do whatever we can to be uh, successful competitively together, then we'll have a a shot to be really successful um, as an institution, uh, something I think we all could be proud of.
0: One of the most noticeable changes at Mississippi State since you've taken over is the move to the script State as more of a a primary logo for the athletic department. Obviously, it's on the football helmets. It was very prominent at the uh, the Jeff Lebby introduction event and the press conference there. When you see coaches now and see these graphics come out, I'm seeing a lot of state script. Is there a day coming for Mississippi State where that's going to be the primary logo for the athletic department? And a lot of fans would want me to ask, is there a possibility that the interlocking logo that we uh, that was unveiled this year as part of the uh, the vault uh, series is there a possibility that it becomes a more per- permanent fixture for Mississippi State?
1: Uh, not exactly sure on the answer of that, Brian. I think for us, it's you know clearly we're just a small part, you know, an important part, but a small part of what goes on on campus. So, you know, as we I think we've said it before. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're uh, we're forecasting we're showing what you know recruits like to see what um fan base likes to see what our coaches like to see how how they feel like they can be successful in their roles Again, recruiting elite talent um so we we've used the state script just from that standpoint of a, a modern look to uh to take our brand national as far as the the interlocking that'd be more just ongoing discussions with with campus you know this isn't a we're still in alignment with campus on our primary mark, um, but we, we understand the unique differences of us. we got to go out and continually attract talent and, and young people from all over the country. So however we can relate to them, however we can brand ourselves to them, I think ideally we'd have more of a, a unified brand identity, brand standard throughout our campus.
0: You're coming up on your 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 one year anniversary here at Mississippi State. What do you want year two to look f- like for you professionally?
1: Yeah, it seems like it's flown by. You know, I think first year with so much of the foundation that's been led led or laid from a uh, staffing standpoint, um, from a, a core value. How do we how do we make our decisions as a department? What's the standard look like for us? I think year two it's more of, okay now that we've. Got an understanding of the roles. We've got an understanding of, of the footing that we're on, what's our strategy and what's our path moving forward. So a lot of it will be forward facing, um, again, with our strategic plan, what the success look like right now in the short term, but then as we continue to build long term, what's that plan look like for us? So we're really excited about in the the progress we've made in a short period of time but it's a testament that we've got a lot of great people here that have, that have helped push us forward.
0: Zach, I really appreciate your time this Friday morning. I know this is a busy time for you with every all the changes going on at Mississippi State. So thanks for having this, uh, this moment with me, and I uh, wish you happy holidays.
1: Hey, happy holidays to you, Brian. Always good to chat with you, man. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.